0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And if you were in the kitchen with us right now, you would think we're all making jam. No, well, our kitchen's kind
1: of small, so don't get in here too much.
0: Not too many of you.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But you'd think we're making jam because there's a big stockpot on the stove bubbling away. You know jam stuff in it. Do you it.
1: remember we had a fancy reporter come in uh, to our house a few years ago to interview us for some magazine piece, and she walked into our kitchen and very snottily looked around and said, I thought it would be grander. Yeah. A- <laughs> at, at which point she asked to see what my olive oil was. Yeah. <laughs> and she did not approve of that either. <laughs> oh my hey honey we're cookbook writers it's not it's as grand as it can be it's what it can be it's a nice kitchen it's the nicest kitchen i've ever had in my life and we've also
0: had a lawyer friend come in and look at my wall of pots and say that's a marital asset
1: well well we yeah. have <laughs> but uh, um that's another discussion entirely anyway it does look like jam, and let me just say what's in the pot before we say even what we're doing here. Um, we have got eight cups of mixed stemmed or trimmed berries. We'll come back to what that is in just a second, and one and a half cups granulated white sugar, you know, just plain old sugar, and two tablespoons of creme de cassis, and that's what went into the pot. And it's been over the heat, and we've been stirring it so and that it's it doesn't bubbling scorch. bubbling away, right? Right, and, and we let it just bubble for about five minutes while it's so works.
0: it's not quite long enough to be jammed. But here's the thing: we've got blackberries, we've got raspberries, we've got blueberries, and we have strawberries. Now strawberries don't have the same pectin content because strawberries aren't
1: berries, technically. no. no I know because well, the seeds bit. are on the outside. Watermelons are a vegetable and tomatoes are a fruit. It's, it's that whole bit. So confusing. Well, I know, but anyway, it doesn't matter. You're right. Let but me. you
0: want to have some strawberries in it for flavor, but. You want to have the majority to be high
1: pectin berries. So let's go over that again. That's blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, blueberries, and currants of all sorts. Oh, sure. They'd be really good.
0: And then you could have some strawberries. And the reason we need the pectin, not because we want this jam to set up, but we're going to be building a summer pudding. And if you've never had a summer pudding, you will learn what that is. But we need the pectin to help hold the structure. And let me
1: also say that we're doing this in the summer because this is summer pudding. We'll talk about that in a minute. But you can use frozen fruit. Sure. You can Works absolutely use frozen berries for this. You yep. just again, as Bruce says, the strawberries cannot be the bulk of the mix. No. You can have of eight cups, let's say you could have three cups of sliced strawberries and then the rest other kinds yeah. of berries in there.
0: So basically I'm gonna turn this off now because this has boiled long enough and it is somewhat jam like. It went for the five minutes, which is What you go in this, you go by the timing on
1: this. And once it gets oh, let me also say, once it gets up to the boil, right, then you want to drop your heat just to maintain a low boil. Don't let it be a raging cauldron. No, it'll also bubble over and make quite a disgusting mess on your stove. So a slow, slow bowl boil for five minutes and then you take it off. Now now we're here, so let's talk about summer pudding. So
0: summer pudding if you like bread and jam and who the sound it? of music, who doesn't?
1: Well, then <laughs> I hate the sound of music, but that is a whole nother podcast. My God, I hate that. It's one of my favorite things. I know. Jam with
0: tea and bread, <laughs> Shut or tea with jam and bread. <laughs> oh, I don't know. One of those God, things. God, I'm
1: so. Uh, it was so irritating that the Nazis didn't just knock off those people. I mean, they're so <laughs> irritatingly good and wholesome. Ah. Uh, Anyway, that's probably more about you than about me than you ever wanted to know. But, um okay, anyways. So, summer pudding is basically
0: layered white bread and this berry jam mixture we made, all layered up, almost like a cake. And you put, so we actually have a two-quart souffle dish, Yeah. which as this jam is cooling a bit, I am lining with
1: plastic wrap yep. because it'll make it much easier when we unmold it later. So what's going to happen here is we're going to actually just build a thing out of bre- out of bread and and this yep. jam, this rudimentary kind of loose jam we've made. And um, we, I should say something about this bread. We're going to take the crust off; it's sliced. But we're using what the kind of bread you buy in the bread aisle, yeah, not, it's not the bakery. It's not the whipped bread. It's not no, the wonder bread no. that you could squish yeah, down go into little balls Baird's and whipped. But this is like if your store sells pepperidge farm country white bread. or oatmeal bread yeah those or oatmeal great. bread or those kind of breads that's yeah. what we're talking about the sliced bread right. is probably in the bread aisle you can use fancy bakery bread but the problem is that it's not going to be nicely squared nope. like the and so nope. cutting the crust off is going to be a nightmare so I'm cutting the crusts off of it, and um, you need
0: one and a half pound loaves. So if you can only find a one pound loaf, you're going to have to buy two of them. But right. the nice thing is, most of these packaged breads come in one and a half pound. You know, loaves.
1: we have a friend who's really like religious with Pepperidge Farm bread, right? I mean, he's like well, because they make a crazy. super
0: thin sliced one, and whenever they come for the weekend, he brings his own. <laughs> he brings-
1: beverage for our bread because like god forbid we wouldn't have any other bread But I we guess. don't have it thin enough he no. likes the thin slices uh, for I, toast i will agree with him on the toast thing about about crunchy toast but
0: okay so yeah toast that's a whole other episode <laughs> you know that people actually like raw toast they yeah, call I mean, it they call it blonde it's toast
1: disgusting
0: it's as disgusting as the sound of music it's toast disgusting. is meant to be crunchy <laughs> but you don't toast this bread you use
1: it soft and lovely with all the crust i'm really cut off of i just it. want to interject here I'm a good-hearted person. Just because I don't like musicals doesn't mean I'm not a good person. I cry at movies. I, I'm i very sentimental. You
0: wanted the Nazis
1: to I, wipe out the Von Trapps. Oh, It's really... It has nothing to do with Nazis and Von Trapps. It has everything to do with musicals. And I just can't stand the syrupy sweetness of it all. And Oh, it had everything to do with Rolf. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he was a little hot. But... Um, <laughs> but... I. Listen, okay, off the sound of music, bags of summer pudding. So what we've done is, as Bruce said, is we've lined a two-quart high-sided round baking with dish. With plastic wrap. Like a souffle dish. Yep. Or, and I lined it so that the
0: plastic wrap's hanging over the edges, and it took me three pieces to go around and around to make sure it's all covered. Because when this is done, we're going to unmold it, and when I lift the souffle dish off, then I can peel away the plastic, and nothing is going to stick inside this souffle okay, dish. Okay, so go ahead and start. So what I am starting with is... You're going to dip the bread in the jam. For the first layer of this, I'm going to dip the bread slices. And again, I think I was talking over you. So what I'm going to do for the first layer at the bottom of this is Mm -hmm. dip the bread slices in the jam, and then place them on the bottom. And this will make sure that the top, when it's unmolded,
1: is nice and dark purpley colored and there won't be raw bread there. And let me say that you'll never get in a round container square slices (laughs) to fit. So what you want to do is you want to cut some slices and kind of fill in where it isn't. And remember that what you're doing at the bottom of the baking dish is going to become the top of the summer pudding. So elsewhere in other layers you can kind of smush stuff together but here try to neaten it out and make one round layer at the bottom now the
0: bread will expand as it absorbs the jam and fill in a lot of the holes but still as mark said try and make this layer look nice so now i'm taking a ladle and i'm ladling some of the jam just a thin layer over the this bread and now i'm going to take more bread and layer put that in tearing it to fit Putting it up against the edges, pressing it down into the jam I ladled. So this is going to go on for a while, you and I'm it? going to keep doing this. This is ladle some jam, puts some like I'm building a lasagna, like out of bread and jam.
1: So while Bruce continues to do this, I should say that summer pudding is kind of a what is it? It's a religion. People love a summer pudding. We were in New York once <laughs> when we lived in New York for all those years. I mean, we weren't there once when we lived there. We had breakfast at a cafe a couple blocks from our apartment most of the time. It was this lovely french cafe with gigantic french attitude and all that kind of stuff. But besides all of that, we were in there once and a woman we knew who was a kind of foodie, a friend, sort of a foodie. I mean I guess sort she of a was. friend. <laughs> <laughs> she burst into the cafe one morning it was a hot hot summer morning the way new york can be with that odor and that heat <laughs> it was See, in new york so it was it uh, our sort of friends <laughs> no it was new york Uh-oh. and you know she burst open the doors of the cafe so the heat and the odor blew in <laughs> closed them we wanted that cafe nice and cool but and odorless or, yes and closed them and came rushing up to our table and said in a Flurry with sweaty hair and kind of yelling at us. Have you made your summer pudding yet? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, the answer was no, actually. But, um you know actually I think at that moment I had actually never heard of a summer pudding
0: and she introduced me to it and it's such a classic thing I can't believe I didn't know about it you just weren't raised a Christian that's but it's a very Victorian thing it's an English Victorian dessert I'm surprised they haven't made them on the Great British Baking Show
1: well there's nothing but they have to bake the bread look what you're well okay maybe if they had to bake the bread but you know I mean it's really this is such a super simple dessert and you're making a Bomb, a French a bomb cake, a bomb. You're making up, you're bomb making, <laughs> and you're making a bomb, and you are uh, going to do this, and there's never going to be any oven after you've no. finished the jam it's on the gonna stove. It's going to chill in the there's fridge. Nothing.
0: So let me just actually respond to what Mark just said. He said we're making a bomb. Now, if you're familiar with the ice cream, O M B E. If you're familiar with the B O M B E type of bombs. You'll know that they're usually ice cream desserts. They're made in a bowl and they're rounded. Yep. Summer pudding is traditionally made in a bowl and it's rounded. Yeah. When I started making them for our books, and we have variations of summer pudding in a number of books, I decided it looked so much more like a cake when you do it in a souffle dish because you have a flat top and straight sides and you can cut it into wedges. So I am all for the summer
1: pudding as a cake in a souffle dish, right. not rounded as a bomb. Right. And traditionally, as Bruce says, it's made in a bowl, in a mixing bowl. But this makes it much more elegant. Yeah. And let me also say, you're almost done with this thing. So wait, before I get to almost what I was going to say, let's talk about finishing it up at the top.
0: So I'm getting the last layer of bread on the top. And I'm going to scrape out this pan and get all the rest of that jam and spread it onto that bread to make sure the bottom is covered. And now I'm putting plastic wrap directly over it. So it's touching it. And I'm going to set a plate on it to weight it down. But I'm going to put a nice can of tomatoes on that plate.
1: Like a 28-ounce can, a big can of tomatoes. And
0: that'll help weight it down and compress it and make it really nice as
1: that pectin sets up I into find a dense cake. And I find the best for this is like a salad plate. Because sometimes mm-hmm. a dinner plate is actually bigger than the too big and yeah. it doesn't weight. But a, st- uh, a salad plate tends to sit right down into it. Yep. And now I'm going to put this in the
0: fridge, and this is going to sit overnight for that pectin to set up, and for this to turn into a
1: fabulous congealed summer pudding. And you can make this up to 24 hours is what we recommend for cutting it, but... 72 hours, three days wouldn't kill it. You can leave it in the fridge for up to three days before you're ready to unwrap it. And let me also say before we're we going to cut and let this thing congeal up and come back and Mm. taste it. But let me also say that it's not quite ready yet because it needs whipped cream when you serve it. It really needs schlag. And it doesn't need (laughs) out of a can whipped cream. Listen, this dessert is so easy That you can whip some cream on your own. Yeah, but you insist that the bowl goes in the freezer and has to be whipped by hand. That's not easy. Well, that's a whole different matter. Someday we'll talk about whipped cream and why the bowl and the whisk should go in the freezer for five minutes and then you whisk it together. Okay, but if you want to use an electric hand mixer, you could do that too. It's still better if the bowl is cold. (laughs) But that's a whole different matter. So anyway, we're going to cut away and then come back and taste this thing.
0: So it is the next day from yesterday when we recorded the first half of this. It is. And the summer pudding is set. I have turned it upside down, lifted off the souffle dish, peeled off the plastic, cut it into wedges, and we are now tasting it. I'm already tasting it. You're talking. I'm already. Mm. Again, if you like tea with jam and bread, you will love jam and bread. Oh my God. It's so jammy. It tastes like the best homemade jam Mm. with bread.
1: Mm, it's one of those things that you just kind of have to roll your eyes up in your head and <laughs> eat. <laughs> it's so delicious. Now, I want to tell you that this summer pudding, when it came out and got molded, as Bruce said, it it doth serve a crowd.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I could probably eat half of it, but you, could, you could get 12 slices out of this easily. Holy crow. Yeah. No, don't eat half of it. That's, that's, that's a th- dense calorie load. That's... that's <laughs> your
1: pancreas will never come back.
0: Now, the that. nice thing about... When we made this up front, Mark said you could use frozen fruit. And what's great about that is that you can make this in the winter when fresh berries are either too expensive or not available. And so, in front of a roaring fire, when you're wishing for summer, you can make a summer pudding and enjoy it.
1: However, uh, let me make a peon. A peon? For summer. I don't know what a peon is, but (laughs) let me make one. Stop peeing on summer. So, uh, let me make that for summer and say that... Mm. It's, I'm still eating. It, the, the berries will never be this fresh. Get them now. Go to a local farmer. Get them. You Look, you don't have to turn on an oven. You just have to stand at the stove for about five minutes, stirring into an easy jam. You build this thing. You make it. It's so super satisfying. It's the best thing I know after a barbecue. Oh, after yeah. you have steaks or chops or chicken off a barbecue... Isn't it funny? The old American barbecue comes out and then comes out the, the Victorian old dessert. Victorian <laughs> British pudding. But nonetheless, it's it's um, just a fabulous summer dessert.
0: If you didn't get all the ingredients, you will find this recipe with all of our other recipes on
1: BruceAndMark.com. And check out this podcast every week. When we do all kinds of things, but mostly we cook in real time and we cook on the air. But beyond all of that, we are back on a weekly basis.
0: So subscribe, tell your friends about us, and you won't miss an episode of Cooking with Prusa Mark.